And the information just keeps rolling in from the polls as uh, Ward 2 is up to just under 500 voters here at 20 minutes before 9. See, the polls opened at 6. That would be 3. You know, I've been doing math wrong all morning. I'm an hour off. Yikes. So, gee, if we hit uh, 500 in three hours, that's, wow. All right, so people are people are definitely turning out. And uh, speaking of turning out, Mark Flanders is running for school board in Manchester's Ward 4. He's on the phone with us this morning as the candidates continue to call in. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Oh, glad to have you. So, Mark, uh, I don't know if you know what the turnout's been at Ward 4 so far, but uh, what's it looking like out there? What are you hearing from people as well, they come to cast their ballot? To look at, uh, there must be a delay in the uh, conversation. Uh, I was smart enough to look at the numbers before I walked out and called you, so they're at 270. Okay. So at 270, uh, let's see, we had in Ward 4, we had about 1,200 votes. So you're pushing about 100 votes an hour in Ward 4, which is actually a pretty decent turnout at this point. Yeah, from past experience, it seems to be, yeah. That's good. Now, are they are they angry taxpayers turning out to, you know, because they're not happy with people who represent the kids and not the taxpayers and toss grandmama out her house? Uh, or It's pretty it's pretty calm. Um, one one thing I've noticed, and you know, maybe I'm, I'm seeing it wrong. It seems like the uh, the union people are being shipped in for Joyce Craig. There's a ton of Craig sign holders out here. They don't look like they're from around here. Yeah, well, actually, uh, you know what? It's funny, that, it's funny that you mentioned that because I just got word from one of my uh, field operatives that the fire unions statewide are shipping members from across the state to stand at the polls for uh, Joyce Craig and the people she supports. Or other people they support in their wards. So it would appear that the Manchester T- uh, the Manchester Firefighters Union isn't enough. We've got people from all over the state of New Hampshire uh, and fire unions coming to the city to hold signs for the Democrats. I'm assuming they're not on the clock and they're on the union clock. Well, I'm also being told by uh, other calls from other wards that they've overheard them saying that they were being paid to be there. So, And yes, the union does pay people to hold signs, and I guess as that's happening... Uh, with all of the firemen that are coming in from around the state. Yeah, it's all right. We'll do fine. So people talking to you all the way into vote, Mark? What are you hearing? It's kind of quiet. People are, there's not a lot of give and take. You know, you'll see the thumbs up and occasional, you know, I voted for you. But there's not a lot of dialogue from what I'm observing, you know. Um I guess you're really not supposed to engage or campaign, but... Oh, you can say hi to people, and they often give you the thumbs up, or they walk by, or they, you know, give you a nod or something. I'm seeing a lot of that. It's uh, feeling pretty good, but I felt pretty good last time, and hopefully uh, this time it'll pan out with given a work you and I and uh, myself have done. Well, and, and there it is. So you're seeing a lot of people that you saw, you know, whose doorstep you were on, or where are you at? Absolutely. You know, it's funny you say that because you look at the people, the people that you engaged with, and they're showing up at the polls. So it's invaluable that that, that door knocking, that face to face. I'm finding. Maybe I'm delusional, but I'm seeing a lot of people that have knocked on their doors and they've come out, and I think they're voting for me. Good. Good. So, what do you what, what is, as, as you close out the campaign here? Your final your final uh, chance to talk to our audience, particularly those who live in Ward Four. What say you? I say, come out and vote. At least vote vote for me. I am 
the agent of change, and I won't take the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> you won't take the benefits. All right. No, well, and I will do everything I can to benefit the citizens of yeah. Manchester, and that's why I'm running. I'm yeah, running and, and, and you'll vote school. for transparency. You won't hide investigations into board member actions, right? No, no. I love investigations. Bring them on. There you in, go. in terms of transparency. Of course. All right. Mark Flanders running for school board in Ward 4. Thank you for the call. Thank you for having me on, Rich, and thank you, everybody. All right. That's uh, Ward, And I did a lot of door-to-door with uh, Mark in Ward uh, 4, and uh, happy to say that I did it. All right. Patrice is calling in from God knows where this time. Where are you, Patrice? I'm at Ward 11, and they had 238 voters at this time. Okay, so taking a look at uh, the turnout two years ago, that would be actually a good deal ahead of where they were two years ago. Ward 11 only turning out 1,026 voters in 2015. So they're pushing almost about 90 votes an hour, maybe, maybe 100. So um, that doesn't count the absentees. We could be in for some pretty high turnout uh, this time across the city. It looks like numbers are big all the way around. Okay, I'm going to make a mad dash for Ward 12. A mad dash for Ward 12. All right. Well, you're not too far away. Bye. Bye. We'll see what's happening in my home ward, Ward 12. Well, I will be at the polls today. And speaking of which, Eddie Edwards, candidate for Congress, will be at Ward 2 this morning from 7 to 8. Well, no, at 8 o'clock, then in Ward 5 at 9.15. Ward 10 at 11.30, Ward 6 at 12.45, Ward 12 at 1.45, Ward 8 at 3, and then he will be at the Gatsis Viewing Party starting at 7. So, candidates running for Congress, I'm sure if I dug into a different email box, I'd see Senator Sanborn and other candidates for Congress. Let's see. So, but yeah, I mean, it sounds to me, and I can tell you, I've done a fair amount of door-to-door. I did door-to-door in multiple wards. I did door-to-door in four five six eight and 12 and it, it it really was it really was about taxes it really was about taxes to the degree that you know we we hear people who say well you know i really don't have kids in the school anymore and we would say well how do you what do you think about your taxes oh well you know yeah i want to make sure i hold the line on those uh, did you know that 55% of your property tax, of uh, uh, 55% of the city budget goes to schools? Oh, I d- didn't know it was that much. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the schools are doing, um, <laughs> you think the schools are as efficient and effective as they could be? Well, no. Would you like to see them better before they ask for more? Yes. Well, we're your guys. <laughs> That's what it boiled down to. <laughs> um. Well, we'll see. But I do think there are a lot of cross-currents. I do think there are a lot of... Um, um, how do I put it? I do think there are a lot of undercurrents. I do think there are a lot of people who are not happy with the conduct of the boards. I, I am of the opinion that it is... Um, hmm, the governor's public schedule. There's nothing on his schedule. Probably a good thing. Uh, but I am of the opinion, though, that the, the, the conduct of the boards and the way that they have done things has really insulated the mayor from this, you know, throw the bums out mentality. Because for the most part, he's been on the right side of those ethical issues. 
you know, one of the one of the videos that's kind of making the rounds on Twitter is him popping his cork at the school board after the 22 minutes they spent, you know, falsely accusing me of wiretapping so that they could launch an investigation and get a written legal opinion as to whether or not um, I violated the laws by recording a meeting I was asked to be the clerk for. I mean, it's it's really gotten to that level. I mean, I just don't know what else to say. It's unfortunate, but hey, when spending other people's money is no object or even a consideration, you do dumb things like that. Don't know what else to tell you. So following this, we will be hitting the polls ourselves, going around and saying hi to voters and hearing what they have to say as we've done uh, all through this campaign, because it's important to post or not that you uh, make yourself available and listen to people and listen to people. And we'll find out what's going on. We have uh, Al MacArthur, who's running for state rep in Ward 8 in a special election on the line with us this morning. Good morning, Al. Hey, good morning, Rich. How you doing? Very well, thank you. So what do you, what's your sense of things as you're standing out there in the polls? You getting a good vibe? People giving you thumbs up, thumbs down? They saying hi? They walking by like you don't, there, you don't exist? What's going on? A little bit of both. <laughs> I, I've had no thumbs, no thumbs down, but... Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of people coming through, uh, pretty steady so far this morning. So I'm pretty encouraged uh, how this day is going to go. Yeah. So are you finding that running this state rep race amidst the city campaign has made it difficult for you to kind of cut through the noise and make people know that you're there? Yeah, because this state rep race is, you know, it's really way under the radar right now. So, uh, with all the volunteers we've had going door to door, all the phone calls that I've made, uh, and people I've talked to, it's kind of helped out a lot. And there's a lot of people that really didn't know this race was actually happening. So yeah. uh, it, it's a good thing. You know, we've been out talking to people and, you know, hopefully we can get them out and it'll turn into votes for us. Right. So as you've done the door-to-door and you've made the phone calls, um, what, are, what are you finding people are telling you about the issues uh, facing the state? Uh, and it, it, are you seeing any overlap with issues facing the city? Well, there's a few of them. I mean, taxes is obviously a big issue, no matter if it's uh, the local level or the state level. Uh, opioid crisis is another big issue, too. Uh, how is the state dealing with this as uh, in helping out with the municipalities uh, fighting this uh, crisis? So, I mean, there's a lot of crossover issues. A lot of crossover issues. Well, I guess that's a good thing um, because people yeah. are aware. Are you finding that people are generally aware of the state issues at this time and are are kind of focusing on them as you bring the the race to their attention or are they just kind of disengaged do you think well they they're, they are interested because you know they they didn't know that there was going to be a, a state election a state rep election in ward eight this time uh people had forgotten about the passing of steve Valancourt. so mm-hmm. it, we're, we're talking about it you know a bunch of issues that that are you know, think of them. I mean, Keno is a uh, is on a municipal ballot, but it's also a state issue because that's how uh, the governor planned on funding uh, all day kindergarten. So, I mean, that's an issue a lot of people are talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So you're you're hearing about the Keno stuff? See, the Keno's been almost yeah. un, undiscussed in the city. Well, I mean, they had talked about uh, having casinos in the state, but with all the uh, the you know the poker rooms and uh, small gambling 
establishments that we have, uh, some people think Keno would be a good fit. Other people don't want any more gambling in the uh, in the state. Mm-hmm. So if if uh, if Keno doesn't pass, I mean, I don't know how the governor plans on funding the uh, the all day kindergarten because that's what he was tying everything to. So be interesting to see how that vote goes. Yes, it will. Well, there are cities across the state having elections today, and I believe Keno's on the ballot of almost all of them. So the cities will speak before the towns will. The towns won't speak on it till March when they have their town meetings and right. town elections. All right, Al. So your closing yep. thoughts for people as uh, we, uh, you know, as you talk to them here for one last time before the election hits. Well, I would like to ask everybody to please come out and vote. It only take you a few minutes. There's no long lines. Uh, municipal uh, voting usually goes fairly quick. Uh, don't forget about the Ward 8 state rep race. Uh, I would really need to, you know, would like your support and need your support. Are you facing the same onslaught of firefighters from across the state holding signs for your opposition? Uh, no, not so much today. Uh, but there are a few out here, so... Yeah, well, we we have a lot we we have a lot coming out for us too. So, all right, we appreciate that. Not Al MacArthur Jr. <laughs> running for state rep in Ward Eight's special election to fill the vacancy created by the death of Republican Steve Valancourt. Al, good luck to you today. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Rick, and have a great day. All right, uh, so and that's something to keep in mind too, folks. As you go to the polls, you know it's rather extraordinary. To see the, it's not extraordinary to see the firemen's union supporting candidates in a local election. What is extraordinary is to see firemen uh, union members from across the state coming to Manchester, which is what our poll watchers are telling us um, this morning. And they are, of course, picking their spots in areas that they really want to make a point, uh, which would be where the unions are most likely to. Um, have a win or most desperately want one and uh, that is in various places around the ward i wouldn't be surprised if they make their way to ward eight given that retired fireman betsy devries is on the ballot they'll probably be in ward nine with former fire chief jim burkish always known as a union guy they'll be in ward one with kavanaugh they'll be in ward 10 with barry they'll be in ward 12 with essa against hirschman they'll be in ward six with Bergeron and McCone against DePietro and um, uh, Moreau. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be in Ward 4 with Herbert and Want. They'll be in Ward 2 with Scannell and um, uh, Stewart. They'll be all over the place. We have Patrice, who made it to Ward 12 just in the nick of time. Good morning, Patrice. Good morning. 310 voters at Ward 12. Wow. Let's go back to the Ward 12 numbers from two years ago. Is that the, uh, now that's the September. Here's the general Ward 12. So they're on, they're on pace. They've got uh, 1,411 votes uh, two years ago. So looks like, looks like we're going to see a fairly healthy turnout. Uh, Looks like if these numbers keep up, looks like we will see a, uh, a, a bigger turnout than we saw two years ago. And I got to believe that that actually stands to Mayor Ted Gatsis's favor as taxpayers who maybe took two years ago for granted are not going to take it for granted today. Patrice, thanks for your efforts this morning. 
Okay, and I'm having fun, so I'm going to continue, and I'll just text you numbers from the uh, other wards, okay? All right, that'd I'm going to go keep meeting people. Uh, all right, Patrice, at some point, you know, you get fun. to go to Ward 8 and hold a sign for me, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I have to take Sarah to vote, too. The adorable intern will be voting in her first general election. Oh, well, the adorable intern. Well, we'd be honored to have her vote. I will let her know that. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you. I'll, I'll be texting you. Bye-bye. All right. So there is an awful lot on the line here in the Queen City with union contracts up in the next term, tax caps under pressure, opioid crisis raging, Changes that uh, could be made to the school district but aren't being made because of petty politics on the school board. Ethics violations. Corruption at City Hall. Oh, my head. And then there's Ted, the mayor trying to blaze the trail to what would be an historic fifth term. Only three mayors in city history have had five terms or more. It's Mayor Wazorek. Mayor Josephat T. Benoit, who holds the record with nine terms. And Dr. Damas Caron, the first man to serve five terms here in the city of Manchester back, I believe, in the 1920s. Have to go check a look at that. In any event, we're going to take a final check for traffic, weather, and sports. We'll be back with a preview of tomorrow's busy show. We're not done yet. Stay with us. Oh, the wrap. Tomorrow, we'll be joined by Ed Nail for a question of voter fraud. Pet pause with Laura Gilman. And uh, we'll have veterans in the house in the 8 o'clock hour to discuss Manchester's coming Veterans Day Parade. You'll want to get the details on that and other ceremonies designed to honor the people who have uh, valiantly served our great nation. Mayor Ted Gatsis will not be with us tomorrow. Of course, we will have full analysis of all of the results and what it means for the city moving forward or what it could mean anyway. Plus, we'll be making our own. I'm, I'm telling you now, we've got major announcements planned, which we will make either on Friday or Monday. We'll be uh, maybe teasing those a little bit as well. And stay tuned to the Gerard at Large Facebook page tonight, starting at 7 o'clock, as we uh, begin to receive results from around the city. You'll know it before anybody else will if you go to Gerard at Large on Facebook. For the entire team here at Gerard at Large, I am your ever-humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Until tomorrow, be good, be well. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. We're proud to have you in the audience. Thanks for being there. Please remember our sponsors. Give them the first opportunity to earn your business and let them know you heard about them on Gerard at Large. It matters. Get out there and vote, everyone, especially if you're going to vote the right way. Be good.